This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 139 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Monty Roberts, Equus Online University. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our title sponsor is Omega Alpha. You can find them at omegaalpha.ca. This episode is also sponsored by Equestrian Collections at equestriancollections.com. Plus, Uncle Jimmy's. And you can find them at uncle-jimmy's.com. Woohoo! <laughs> This is Glenda Geek. And this is Helena V. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Howdy, Helena. Hi. Don't ask me why I'm in such a good mood today. <laughs> why are you talking, are you talking about Monty Roberts stuff today? I am, and this is really going to, I get oh, to really... Oh, my phone. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> you think after all this time I'd remember it. You know what? Thank God you went first because I got to turn mine off. <laughs> <laughs> How many shows have we done? 130? Oh, geez, uh, Glenn. Really? We're just, we're a hot mess. I know, and I've done a lot more than that, and I still don't forget to turn my phone off. Sorry about that, You do it every day, several times a day. (laughs) I know, and I've still got my phone on. Well, that just makes us human, Helena. That just makes us human. So, yeah, we're going to be talking to uh, Debbie uh, Lauks, who is Monty Roberts' daughter today. We've had her on once before, but I don't think you were there for that. No, 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 no. It was an unfortunate time uh, with my family, and I I missed the Monty interview. Of course, I did just, I went back and listened to it today. But Debbie also, she's not just Monty's daughter. She actually manages all things Monty Roberts. Yes. She's the brains brains behind the business. We had a seminar a couple weeks ago that she attended and actually gave a, a... a, it was a business seminar, so it really mm-hmm. wasn't about training horses. It was about business in, in the horse world. And she actually did one of the presentations that she was excellent. She is, she is a very smart woman. Yes. Uh, and as nice as pie, too, you know. And, uh, and genuine. She's, yep. she's genuine. So, um, and what she's done is uh, she is the force behind the Monty Roberts Equus Online University. And you know how difficult I am to please, let alone impress. Or teach. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. We're going we're gonna to come back to that. Look, I'm being humble here, okay? I know that I'm difficult. I know this. I accept it. I even embrace it. Your husband's it. standing in the back going, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> okay, so, but, so Debbie is the, the force behind this online university. And I have to say that it is it's Monty's knowledge and, and training advice but the delivery method is absolutely seamless. It's fabulous. And, uh, I, you know, you say this all the time, the two of us with, and our ADD, uh, I'm all over the road. To sit down at something and read through scores of information to find that one little bit that I need <laughs> to get my horse fixed, it's really hard to do. But the online university that these guys have put together actually makes that not only possible but easy. So we're going to dive into a little bit of that today. Cool. Yeah. I, I oh, goodness knows I need it. I, I will take it any day I can talk to Debbie. She is just terrific. Uh but we're and she's gonna be coming up here in a little bit, but first we have to talk. Yeah. All right. So went to Jennifer and I we drove up to Columbus, Ohio last weekend and we went to uh Equine Affair. Yay. 
And it was fun. We had a good time. Uh, first, we met up with uh, Jackie. We had dinner Thursday night with Jackie Baker from uh, from uh, Regarding Horses blog. Yeah, yes. And, of course, Jackie was our first guest ever here. Yep. And uh, along with Jackie was, uh, was Frankie and Sandy Lovato. Oh! They're great. So Frankie, of course, is a well-known jockey, and he he was the inventor of the Equisizer. Did they? Did he have? Was he have a booth there this yes, year? Yes, he had a booth, yep. and yep. we got to sit on the Equisizer. We'll have some pictures of that. And actually, I feel privileged. And this is the first time I've mentioned this. Um, he there's one particular Equisizer that he's taken to shows with him for five years. That's been signed by all the big names, including Monty Roberts. Uh, Monty Roberts and Clinton Anderson and, you know, Pat Pirelli and everybody, all the big names have signed this particular Equisizer. And we should explain an Equisizer is, is it looks like a little horse. It's like an exercise <laughs> machine for riding your horse. Only it doesn't have the attitude. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. I almost got bucked off there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he, they asked me to sign it, too. So no. I am now a celebrity officially. I have signed the Equisizer. And there's pictures. I have, I have pictures witnessing me signing. Oh, good God. Now that ego's really just gone over the head. Okay, so I can't talk to you anymore because I'm special. <gasps> Fine. Be, Get I'll yourself be. another host and see who put up with you for another three years. Oh, <laughs> that's really, really nice. That Glenn, was very nice. Like... I was very, I felt very privileged to have been, been able to do that. And we had a great time that dinner that night talking talking to uh, talking to them and and you know Frankie's just a joy to be around anyway and Sandy and they tell stories and it was just a whole night of listening to them tell stories basically. Oh, oh, that's really nice. You know, he Where wrote, did you go to eat? We went to a place called um, uh, the Bag of Nails. Oh, it was a it's this <laughs> bar chain in Columbus called the Bag of Nails. And actually, it was pretty good. Uh, it was it was loud, you know, like bars are, but yeah. uh, it was crowded too because you know Equine Affair in Ohio is huge. They got they got a lot of people come to that. Yeah, just like the one is in Massachusetts that you go to. So so we had a great time with them that night, and I learned something I didn't know. Uh, and Frankie's coming on the morning show. He's, he he visits us regularly over there to talk about racing, and I'm gonna have to talk to him about this next time on the air. He started 19,000 races. He won like 4,500 races in his career. He's been building the Equisizer and, and, you know, into marketing and also teaching a school to young jockeys. He has a young jockey school yeah. that he teaches also. Do you realize in all that time he never owned a horse? No way. Well, he does now. And apparently he spoils it rotten. It's a little Shetland pony, about 13 (laughs) hands tall. Its name is Popcorn. Oh, my God. That's so cute. (laughs) That is so cute and so sweet and so lovely because think about this. A man who works with horses his entire life finally has the chance to spoil one and he does and apparently his shop where he builds the equisizers there's a little paddock behind it and they've never had anything in the paddock so now popcorn lives in the paddock and and he can see popcorn all day long and then he he apparently spoils popcorn and feeds him too much and sandy's getting on his case all the time because he's just spoiling this little pony rotten and i'll post a picture in our show notes at stablescoop.com he they sent me pictures of he and popcorn oh congratulations frankie (laughs) and popcorn oh my heart is just i mean he will never ride this pony it's basically a lawn ornament that's okay Uh, 
but they have uh, grandchildren that they can put on the put on the pony. But uh, it was uh, it was very funny listening to the stories of him and his first horse, and he like glows. I'm telling you, this is a big, really? rough, tough jockey. This is a big, rough, tough jockey, businessman jockey. You know, 19,000 races, at broken bones all over his body, That's and crazy. he just glows when he talks about popcorn. So I, it was just so darn cute. That's the, the nice whole, to hear. The That's whole really thing. Cute. That just made me smile, made my day. <laughs> Frankie really. and popcorn. Um all right, so all right, see, look, ADD, we went off on this tangent about Frankie. <laughs> but I know, but that was one of the cutest things of the whole weekend. It's awesome. <laughs> and then Wait, so uh, was, yeah. we did get to go, and I got the we got to sit on the exerciser and play around a little the next morning. Uh, we did a lot of shopping, of course, uh, and of course, I spent more than Jennifer this time. So I'm kind of like I have no grounds anymore. My horse husband attitude has like going to have to go away for a while because. I bought I bought paddock boots. They had Ariat Cobalt paddock boots at the one at Big Jim's. Was it Big Jim? No, it wasn't Big Jim's. It was Big D's. Had uh, Ariat Cobalt paddock boots for sixty nine dollars. Regularly one hundred and fifty. Ooh, good the zip, price. The, the zip, Cobalt, the zip yeah. kind. Yeah. So we we each got a pair of those. So we got two pairs of paddocks, and I needed new paddocks. I had Ariats for years, but they've squeaked ever since I've had them. They just squeak every time you take a step. And I talked to the guy there at, uh, at Big D's, and he said, oh, that's a problem. They finally acknowledged. And he said, you can probably get those boots replaced. So he gave me the phone number. So if anybody else out there has squeaky boots, just drop me an email at Glenn with two ends at horseradionetwork.com that you got from Ariat, and I'll give you the special phone number. And apparently, if you send them back, they'll replace them. Wow, squeaky boots, huh? Yeah, they squeaked every time I took a step, which isn't bad when you're outside, but when you're walking inside, all you hear when you're walking along is squeak, 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 (laughs) and you know everybody's looking to see who the squeaky guy is. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Here comes the geek. Exactly. Squeak, squeak. That's exactly right. (laughs) I don't think I've ever even seen you wear paddock boots. I've only ever seen you wear sneakers. That's because they squeaked all the time. So your new cobalts do not squeak. My new cobalts, well, hopefully don't squeak. I haven't. Uh, I, I've been trying to break them in a little bit at a time. You know how that is. What color did you get, brown or black? Yeah, we both got brown. That's all I had. Okay. Uh, but for that price, it's like we couldn't resist. And I got oh, a so- new blingy belt. I've never had a blingy belt. It has a silver buckle and the whole thing. Wow. I'm going to be I'm going to be like looking like, I'm, well, you know what? Now that I've signed the Equisizer and I'm a celebrity. Yeah, oh yeah. I need celebrity Let's... clothes. <laughs> Should we call uh, Rachel Zoe to come style you or, or Tim Gunn? Probably more you... like what not to wear would be. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much I want them to do a horse radio network know, episode. You know this. With the whole cast. <laughs> Stacey Clinton, if you're listening. <laughs> Chris and you and me and Jamie and Jennifer. <laughs> we might be too big of a project for yeah, them, to be honest true. with All you. All those horse people. They can turn around some pretty sad looking folks, but I don't know. We might be... a a challenge that they're not ready to take on. I'm sorry. I really don't want to wear high heels in the barn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so so we, we also got to meet up with a few people. Um, I miss Jane Savoy. She was there, but I, I didn't get to catch up with her. I did see Julie Goodnight. We chatted for a little bit. Julie Goodnight was hosting the, uh, the one competition that goes on there, which is pretty cool. It's the agility competition. Yep, yep, yep. So we got to watch That's that for a while. The most versatile horse or That's something? That's it, the most versatile yeah. horse. That's right. And she was hosting that. And there was a lot of fun things. I posted some pictures at Horses in the Morning uh, from that. So that was fun. And then uh, we got, I got to meet up also with um, Lynn Palm. 
So we had about a half an hour chat with Lynn Palm the one day getting all caught up because we haven't talked to her in a while. No, she's, I love her. How is she doing? She's doing great. She's still in the circuit. She says another five years and she's going to retire. Um, but uh, she's still going strong. She, her big bus is still out there. Oh, she has a big good. fancy bus. Good. Is she going to come back on Stable Scoop Yeah, soon? she wants to come back on. And actually, she asked, when are you going to have me back on? And I said, well, I, I, I no reason we don't. So we'll, get, we'll try and get her on in the next couple of weeks uh, in between her traveling and clinics and everything and, and chat okay. with Lynn some more. I know we've had her on once before, but I don't think it was for very long. So we'll see. I'd really like to travel. I mean, if I had to get on a plane and go someplace to take a clinic, I think I would go to one of Lynn Palm's. Yeah, I, you got you know, to see her at, at Equine Affair, didn't you? Yeah, and then yes. that's when I first fell in love with her. I saw her do a demonstration. It was a dressage demonstration for Western riders, and um, it was it was when those it was a couple of years ago. But I, I was so impressed with uh, her gentle approach. Her, it was she has this, this gentle, practical approach, and um, the way she was introducing ideas while she was riding. I. I just sat there and my attention didn't get diverted for like the whole 45 minutes. <laughs> you know how hard that is. But yeah, she was really good. So I think if I had to travel someplace, uh, I would definitely go to one of Lynn Palm's farms. Well, let, let's, let's see if we can get her on and see if we can get her talking about a particular topic. Well, uh, we'll pick a topic we want her to talk about and uh, we'll, we'll get her on to do that. Okay. Then the highlight of the weekend, beside my prize purchase, which was my Trail Boss mug... <laughs> That's about 40 ounces of mug. It's huge, and it says Trail Boss right across it. Because now that I'm a celebrity, I had to have the mug, too. I, you know, I feel so badly for your wife. <laughs> I do. It's all Frankie's fault, you know. I do. So, so the Percherons, uh, they had the uh, Prefort Hitch there, which is a, a six-horse uh, hitch of Percherons, just like the Budweiser Clydesdale hitch. Yeah, yeah. Only black Percherons. And the biggest one, I'm not kidding you, was 19 and a half hands tall, and weighed in at 2,400 pounds. Oh, my God. That was one big... You know, we owned a big Percheron. Yeah, like an 18-hander, right? Yeah, 18, a little over 18 hands, weighed about a ton. This one made ours look like small (laughs) chopped liver. You know, that extra four inches when when you got them that big really makes a difference. (laughs) So It makes a difference when they're 14 hands, too. I can't even... (laughs) That's true. This was one big horse. Well, they did. They drove the hitch. Something we'd never seen before was they actually had that wagon. They came around the turn so fast in the arena during Pfizer Fantasia that they had the back end of the wagon spinning out and shooting up dirt. It was they were going that fast. It's the first time I'd ever seen him spin out a wagon like that. And apparently what I heard after from some people that know him, he's actually rolled that wagon a couple times doing that. Um but then later on in the show, the last thing in the show, the Pfizer Fantasia show, which was fantastic, by the way, he came flying out of there on, he had a six, six horses, two, 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 and two, and he was Roman riding the back two, driving the front four, <laughs> you know, standing up on the back two. And you know how most Roman riders will have a saddle and it's kind of sticky. That's how they stay on. No saddles, nothing. Bareback with his shoes, standing on the two Percherons in the back, driving all six of them. Oh, my. At a dead gallop around that arena. Unbelievable. Oh it was a sight to see, let me tell you. And scary. I mean, we were all going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> It, it was well worth it. Pfizer Fantasia, I don't know. Do they do that in Massachusetts? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Have you gone? 
Uh, once. Um, my, the very first time I went to Equine Affair. And I'm sure it's cha- they change it every year. Uh, they do. You should go. It was fun. We yeah. really, really had a good time. They had some great acts. Uh, one of the it guests- made me cry. It made me so emotional that they the things that you know, of course, and they get the music there, and oh, I was all choked up. My eyes were burning the whole time because it was so beautiful. It is. And our friend Reese Koffler-Stanfield did the uh, dressage, and she actually did a freestyle test and to music and she used Muppets music. It was so cute. And she, <laughs> she had covered herself. She was in her, you know, her fine outfit and, you know, with the top hat and the whole thing yeah. uh, with, with her, you know, tails on and the whole thing, but she had covered herself and her horse in sparkles. So oh, my favorite she thing. had sparkled from head to toe on her face and everything. And she was smiling the whole time, and she nailed that test. And it was in spotlights. And she said, uh, we got to spend a lot of time with Reese. We love her. And she got said the first night, he wasn't used to the spotlights because it was completely dark. They're not used to that for dressage tests. Right, right. So he was doing the test basically in the dark with the spotlights on him. And the second night, he had figured it out, and he was fantastic. Aww. So she had a great ride. It was a lot of fun. And then the ones who led the parade of, uh, of entertainment was the Canadian Cowgirls. It was a drill team out of Canada, all, all women, and we're going to have them on here in the next week or two. I contacted them, and we're going to have them on because they were so much fun. After they were done doing their bits, they were up in the They walked up to the end of the stands, and they were singing and clapping and lead people and cheering. They were like cheerleaders the whole night. You and your, your cowgirl drill teams. I know. I, know. I you, find them all, don't I? You really do. And you book them. <laughs> you find them and you book them. <laughs> so it was fun. I do have to throw one particular lady under the bus a little bit. I, had, I, don't, I won't say her name. But there was a lady that came in and, and during Pfizer Fantasia and had six or eight minis in a round pen. And she does a show with these minis. Free, uh, basically, they're just running free, you know. Uh, and she does this show. It was a train wreck. <laughs> those, oh. those, those minis were doing whatever the heck they want. <laughs> As and minis do. <laughs> there were like six or eight minis in there. Just, just go. The guy going around in the, the edge of the uh, edge of the round pen pretty good. They got that done pretty good. But anytime they tried to turn or do something, they'd all just scatter. And they just. Do, <laughs> That's she awesome. had to be so embarrassed because this did not go the way she thought it was going to go. Let me tell. These minis were all. I I haven't seen much work with minis in group situations. Have you? No, not like that. (laughs) I mean, just like, is it even possible? Did she take on the impossible? Well, apparently she's done these shows all over the world. Oh, okay. It just happened to be that maybe the planets were not aligned. I don't think they were aligned that day. Well, let's, uh, we we can get our guest on here, uh, but let's talk about Omega Alpha first. Omega Alpha is actually our title sponsor. And of course, they have the all natural uh, supplements that, that we've been talking about for a long time here. Dr. Chang knows what he's talking about. He's been a regular guest on Stable Scoop. Well, they're going to be at Rolex this year. So you're going to want to look for Omega Alpha at Rolex. And they were there at, uh, we got to meet up uh, with the representatives from Omega Alpha last weekend as well. So you're going to want to look for them if you're heading to Rolex. If you're not, it's omegaalpha.ca. If you're looking for a supplement that's all natural, that will do the kinds of things that you expect supplements to do without all all of the crap you know this these are <laughs> these are the natural ingredients there's no preservatives or any of that stuff in here no you, chemicals no chemicals you're gonna find and he knows his herbs let me tell you oh, yes he does and uh, so i'm waiting they're supposed to be sending 
me something for some stomach issues I've been having, and they actually have some human stuff they can sell in Canada, not here, unfortunately, but he's sending me some, so I'm waiting to hear. I'm waiting to get that to see how they work. But, you know, we're, uh, I just can't recommend it enough. If you're looking for a particular product, if you're looking for something to solve an issue with your horse, look the... Look the natural route first with the with the concoctions of herbs that they've put together to de- de- uh, you know to help with different issues and problems and you can find that at omegaalpha.ca and then coming up you know we're going to get Debbie Laux on the line here to talk about uh, Monty Roberts University but coming up I have to tell you about the bumper sticker that I got from Uncle Jimmy because guess who I ran into at Equine Affair last weekend. Uncle Jimmy. Was Uncle, Uncle Tommy? Jimmy. Was Uncle Tommy no, with him? No, Uncle Tommy wasn't there, but Uncle Jimmy was there, and he gave us a bumper sticker that I have to tell you about, so you're going to want to okay. stay tuned for the for the uh, Uncle Jimmy's commercial today. Well, maybe I don't want to. <laughs> so welcome, Debbie, and thank you once again for joining us on Stable Scoop. You've, you're, you're turning into a regular contributor here on The Scoop, and um, I'm really pleased to have you because we're going to talk about... Um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the uh, Monty Roberts Equus Online University is kind of your baby, isn't it? I I do like to call it my baby uh, just <laughs> because I have to protect it a lot. But, uh, do you need a uh, mug? I have one that says Trail Boss. We could get one for you that says your I, baby. I do. I need a, a mug. You know where to get these now, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love your trail boss. Um, I'm, I'm the boss lady of the uni. Yeah, that's it. I, I affectionately call it the uni, but I really should call it more Equus. Um, I'm trying to get in the habit of calling it Equus. Well, you know what? Uni sticks because, you know. I, you know, to, I was going through a couple of the lessons today, and um, the narrator that you have also refers to it as uni. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, so you, I do. <laughs> yeah, it's like a stable name, you know, with a horse that uh, we probably shouldn't do that because it, the the way it was birthed was the fact that we wanted to be all about equus, the language, and we felt like people were understanding natural horsemanship, but and that's nice um, and it's gentle and we like that um, image, and and we like the education behind that, but really. We were we were all about the language of the horse, so it really isn't about us or natural clinicians, natural horsemen. It was really about learning the language of the horse, because when it's all said and done, that's distilling that and and translating that is what we were trying to do. Well, let, so let's, it was in, let's yeah. back up a little bit for people who haven't heard previous shows. We're talking about Monty Roberts uh, University. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that you guys put together also, as I understand it, was really, he's not young anymore. He's not going to be around forever. Although, <laughs> yes, he will. the way he acts, you would think that. <laughs> yes, um, he-, he certainly hasn't slowed down much. But yep. you also wanted uh, a way for future generations to be able to share in his learning directly, which, vi- which the video allows us to do now. That's right. I mean, kind of, you're trying to balk that... Uh that feeling that he won't be around forever. Um, the point I'm trying to make is that um, people were starting to, ver- to divert from the language of the horse, which is interesting to me because it just showed us years ago that people weren't focused on the language of the horse, and and that's okay. How would they know? How would they really understand that there were languages amongst the herd unless you had done like what Dad had done and 
laid on his belly in Nevada, you know, and studied the Mustang herds. And then the interesting perspective that he has is that he gets to go all over the earth now and meet horses um, in the round pen. I mean, he doesn't get to train on them or anything. He really just meets them for the first time when he gets there to do a demonstration. And so you'd think, well, do you know, are there, are there dialects or, you know, this language of the horse thing, does it work for those horses in Africa too? Or, you know, what about those Brumbies out in Australia? Are they a little different? And, um, and they are a little bit different, but the language, the core language, like you and I are speaking English, all the same over the entire earth. They respond in the same way. So um, are, are you saying then that this, that the Equus University and the Equus Online University is teaching that language? Is exactly. that the goal? Okay. Exactly. It's, it's teaching that, but it's, it's kind of like a translation in that mm, our bodies aren't like horses. So we can't speak to them in the same exact language that they are familiar with, that they learn like babies out in the field with moms and each other. So we actually have a predator's body. You know, we have fingers that look intimidating and we have shoulders square. We have eyes in front of our head uh, like a predator does as opposed to on the sides of the head, which, you know, flight animals have. Well, I'm actually going to, to interrupt you for a minute because as we're talking about the, the reason that I really wanted to dive into the online university today is because there are different ways that people learn languages. I know that you can sit in a classroom and you can study uh, grammar, you can study words, you can learn French, you can learn Spanish. But then there's also the immersion kind of learning where you just go to that country and you start to learn. And because you're actually faced with those language challenges, you you sort of, or for me anyway, and I think for a lot of other people too, you tend to absorb the information and you internalize it a little bit more um, strongly or permanently when you have that, that real teachable moment. When you need to learn that piece of information, you really absorb it at that moment. And what I found with the online university and the simplicity of its use is that I can go from my field and a, a current problem with my horse I can come inside or log on, find that problem, find that lesson in the online university, watch the video, read the notes, and get my answer right then and there. And what I, one of the things that I did learn was, oh my gosh, my fingers are doing some kind of talking. I had no idea I was saying this. My eyes, where my eyes were looking, I'm making direct eye contact with my horse. Oh my gosh, what a problem that is. And so... Boom, problem solved. And I think the ability to compartmentalize these lessons, the way they're organized, is a, a huge factor in how effective the online university is. Great. That's good feedback. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, that, that's what we're, tr- we're hoping to get even better at. Um, and, and one interesting thing you said is we're trying to um, address the different kinds of learners audios. We've got audios. We've got the visual, of course. We've got the lesson notes. Each, each one has a collapsible lesson note to the right of the video screen that you're playing on that particular moment. And we thought, you know, people are going to want to come back to these things over and over and over again. So um, it's just total access. When somebody has access to the university, it's everywhere, 24-7, all the time. So just like you said, um, some people might say, well, I don't 
I don't have that problem. I can catch my horse in the pasture. Yeah, but by next week, you might have a horse coming into your exactly. life that you can't catch in the pasture. And we want this an ongoing um, learning. Or, or horses suddenly stop loading in the trailer, you know, and and uh, have problems. They, they hit their head or, you know, and they're into pressure animals. So that can create and manifest into other situations. So I'm so glad to hear, though, that it is solving issues for you. We had a lady on a trailer, speaking of fingers like that, who could not load her horse on the trailer and she came to the demo and with that problem and uh, was easily overcome. Uh, the horse loaded right on the trailer. So we were saying, well, show us what you do. Cause that horse, and she was, uh, she picked up the rope in the dirt and she was particular about her fingers and she would rub her fingers together as she's not looking at the horse she's walking straight into the trailer with leadership and that horse wouldn't follow her but those little fingers were flicking the sand off of her fingers and that was Mm -hmm. enough for the horse to go no i'm not gonna that's too scary and it's just it's really it's survival instincts that you're you're um reading off the horse um it's nothing wrong with what you're doing like the eyes on eyes that's just the way they communicate eyes on eyes is a is a go away. And it is the, the, um, you know, I think one of the things that I found intimidating about the whole, um, the Monty Roberts universe and join up, um, was that it, it sounded a lot like a religion. It, it sounded like, um, you know, the language of the horse and that it was so broad mm-hmm. that really, how is this going to give me tools for everyday living? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's nice to have a philosophy, but uh, give me a toolkit, give me something to take away with. And the videos that, um, are played that it, it is very practical. You know, th- your dad talks about, okay, to solve this problem, you need to speak in the language of the horse, but then you dive into that. There's, you go down a level into the very details, like you said, of, um, posture and fingers and intent, mm-hmm. but there's also, this, um, there is that spiritual side and that that's intent. Um, the, the, that's the only thing I haven't been able to find in the online university is how do you, um, are there lessons that are coming up that discuss the different kinds of intent or have I just missed them? Mm-hmm. The intent, you mean the intent that, that the person has when they're training? Yeah. For example, yeah. I'm going out to catch my horse and he's like, yeah, no, I don't think so. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm thinking, well, my intent is that I just want to catch you and get on and have a nice little walk. I don't even mm-hmm. want to make you work hard. I just want to make friends and do nice, you know? <laughs> so I'm thinking, well, my intent is all very good. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, so there's this concept of intent, yeah. which I would like to see more of. Mm-hmm. How can okay. we find? Yeah, I think the intent that horses read in our faces may be different than what we're trying to um, to try to communicate. I know it's that Um, way with my wife, Debbie. Yeah. You know, yeah. A lot of this, there's parallels, Glenn. You'll (laughs) you'll want to take note on that. (laughs) And violence is never the answer. That's right. That's what we always say. She's beating me up all the time, Debbie. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah. We we like to think that, that dogs actually, I think, read human faces probably better than almost any animal that we normally interact with. But horses are right behind them. They really read our intent to, um, to treat them fairly. But on the other hand, they're just like a kid that when you say it's time to go to bed, you know, they're not that interested in going to bed. It doesn't mean that they 
think you're going to hurt them about it or anything, but they're right. just not that interested. And when you are in a field, they're just not that interested in being right. caught up. You use that example too. <laughs> just not that interested. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, once you yeah, they you have an thought, intent too, and it's not doesn't involve you. Yeah, it involves that patch of grass that's out there. That's right, exactly. Yeah, that's right. And relaxation and no, no, no. Do you see Jason in the pasture then, that pasture joined up? I loved it. It was. Isn't that fun? He's, I, he, he's like Glenn. He just totally submits his ego, you know, and, <laughs> and, and is a great student. He really is. Working around all these women, we've got this wonderful man from Canada who is there to take an advanced course, Jason. And we said, who would volunteer? And everybody backed up like five steps, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a real he was a real gamer. And he said, no, I'd love to see what Monty does in the pasture with this. You know, I don't get this. Don't catch your horse. Let your horse catch you. You know, what's up with that? And um, it, it's all about the horses being curious about you and your leadership out there. So it's a it's we call it a pasture join up. You you look them down and you push them away and then pretty soon you turn around and here they come. So, you know, there's some more skeptical than others and, and it, it's a fun lesson, but it tells you a lot about intent. You know, your intent was just to go out there and catch that horse up. Their intent was freedom, freedom, freedom. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so you've got to get them to a point where they're curious about what you're up to. And that sounds more interesting than just hanging out in the field. You know, somebody I saw do that better than anybody I've ever seen do it, Debbie, is Michael Richardson. Do you know Michael? He's a trainer out of Texas in the wheelchair. Um, He uh, was paralyzed from the waist down forever ago when he was 19. And he's an excellent uh, natural horsemanship trainer. And he he did the equine affairs circuit for a while, and that's where I met him. I've known him for years. He's a heck of a trainer, but I saw him in a round pen with a horse that had not been handled before. He's in a wheelchair, trying pushing himself through the sand, if you can imagine. Oh, yeah. And he had the arms the size of tree trunks. And mm. in a matter of 15 minutes, just by his demeanor, that horse was coming over to the wheelchair. Now, you're adding a wheelchair mm. into the mix, yeah, which has right. got to be scary. Sure. Um, the horse was coming over. By the end of the hour, that horse was hanging over the back of the wheelchair. Wow. Um, and you know, it was an incredible, incredible thing to watch. And, and especially incredible when you added that whole dimension, he couldn't get around in that sand. He couldn't, you know, he couldn't move, you know, that horse had to come to him and it was an, it was a neat thing to watch. So his body language was predatorial at some point, looked like driving away and then let that horse, allowed that horse to come back into him then. Yes, exactly. Like he that? would he yeah. would turn the wheelchair, mm. and he would face away from the horse. You know, anytime, just what you're saying, only add a wheelchair into it. You know, yeah. amazing. <clears throat> it was amazing, amazing to watch. And you know, you, your dad does that all the time. And but you know, you kind of almost expect it from from mm-hmm. him. So mm-hmm. you're right when you get to see other people doing it that mm-hmm. have been taught that way. It, it is then it even becomes more amazing to watch. But they, they, they already know yeah. the language. They right. speak the language. They were, you know, they, it's almost like they were born in the country in which the language is, you know, that's mm-hmm. the native language. Mm-hmm. You know what They're, I found interesting, if I can throw it in here? And I told mm-hmm. Alina I'd let her lead this one in here. I'm sorry, Alina. No, it's okay. Uh, what, what no, I, go with it. What I found interesting was I haven't never had any real formal training. I, what I learned, I learned from Jennifer, which I guess you could call formal training. Um mm-hmm. It's probably as, as formal as it gets when you're the horse husband. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I was amazed when I watched some of the videos this morning 
how much I learned and I'm doing correctly uh, from Jennifer. So, you know, yeah. that actually kind of surprised me because when you don't have quote unquote formal training, you yeah. assume you're doing it wrong. Everybody, yeah. that's just yeah. natural. We assume we're not yeah. doing it right. Yeah. But when I watched some of the videos on, on, on catching horses and all that stuff, I went, wow, I've learned a lot from my wife. Yeah. Mm, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that is nice. And the affirmation is just as important to take you in the right direction. That's, that's how we hope the, the concepts evolve, because Dad says that he doesn't want any of his students to be better than he is. He wants all of them to be a lot better. Mm. Uh. Yeah. Well, it's it's definitely clear in his presentation in the video and the way he teaches that his goal is to impart the knowledge. It's not yeah. to show off. It's not to say, um, you know, it's not to make money. It's to say, I really want you to understand what I understand because life is so beautiful when you understand this. Yeah. And and um, then, of course, he does it in the Monty Roberts way. Oh, which, <laughs> yeah. You, you can't take you really can't take the celebrity away from him because there are some people who are just so... Um, well, he's just charismatic. At, I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and gifted at certain things. I think um, he communicates it really well, and that's, I think that's uh, the biggest advantage we have is that he speaks in simple words, simple language, which, which helps actually our, our global aspect to this. That university is now, well, the last count was 70 different countries are represented wow. in, this, in the subscriber base. Well, let's, let's talk more about it. We need to take a quick break, but then sure. let's, let's talk more about the university. And another thing I want to talk about, too, is not all the clinicians I've seen translate really well to video, but I think mm-hmm. he has done that. I want to talk a little bit about that, too. But okay. first, Equestrian Collections is there for you this spring. You're, you're going to be needing to replace some stuff and some stuff that wore out last year, and you put it away, and you went, oh, I'm going to get it out in the spring, and I'll replace it then because we all put off everything we do. And we get it out, and it looks like crap, and you finally decide, i got to replace that, uh, whether it's show clothing or clothing for the spring or summer for you or for your your wife or for your horse or for your pony if you're frankie lovato you got to buy popcorn a new little sheet um, you can do that at equestriancollections.com they have over 300 different brands to choose from and that's 300 different brands of stuff thousands and thousands of items at prices you can afford and and right now for for the listeners of the horse radio network they have a discount coupon it's ten dollars off your next order of 120 dollars or more just by putting radio show all one word radio show at checkout in the coupon spot and you'll get ten dollars off your next order of 120 dollars or more no matter what you buy and of course as helena will tell you it's coming up gonna be fly season very soon she she has great flies up there (laughs) and all of your flies flies always about me i know (laughs) do you you have no flies at all out there in california do, do you debbie not one. No, I don't <laughs> think so. So if you need, if you live in Rhode Island and you need fly stuff, then you can find it at equestriancollections.com. And we thank Chris for continued support of the Horse Radio Network. Okay, I'm done, Helena. You can go. All now. right, thank now that you. I've, uh, totally... can, I, can I continue my conversation Wait. with Debbie, please? I mean, yeah, this is okay. now. This is all about me. Do you need a fly swatter? Or this is okay? all about me. <laughs> I need one of those fly hats with the sticky tape on top. Yeah. <laughs> now, where were we when you interrupted me? <laughs> For heaven's sake! I did want to say that he is great on video. That personality that we all know in person mm-hmm. really comes out well on video, and that's not true of all the different clinicians I've seen. Yeah, that's he he does enjoy the medium. Um, when the Queen asked him to write a book back in the early '90s, before Men Who Listens came out, 
um, he kept saying, no, can I make a video? Can I make a video? I don't want to write a book. <laughs> and, uh, and it's a lot of work communicating. I, I think it's because he never says ums, ahs, really to speak of. He can pretty much just dialogue straight through. Some people would say it's because he's done it for so long. But I think he's always had a, a pretty good communication uh, level and because of all his teaching all these years. And and he does come across as um, sincere, I think, because he really he lives that. He really works every day. He doesn't know a Sunday, and that's always been true growing up from a Wednesday. You know, every day is just to get up and do what he loves to do. So I think that comes across on video as well. It's not a job for him. It, it really is fun for him. That's, that's, that's evident. I, I, I want to dive a little bit into... Um, some of the information that I found uh, through the online university. Um, one of the things that I was really concerned with, and it, this is in general, I have a real problem with anything that's sort of prepackaged and super slick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm like, well, what are they trying to hide with all their pretty packaging? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have to say, though, that that actually says a lot for you and um, your strategies as a business manager. You have packaged the uh, everything Monty Roberts so beautifully. Um, but it does, uh, you know, I'm just a skeptic. I can't help it. Um, so, so what I, what I want, what I'm thinking is, well, how can I really do some of these things? It's like uh, Monty's got this, this round pen and all kinds of tools and and halters and everything that goes along with this beautiful packaging. I just have a, you know, a muddy field and a, a very opinionated horse. So, when I went to um, the Q&A section of the website, I was amazed at how, just how many questions are there. And I did find other people like me who said, well, you know what? I don't have all the resources that you guys have. Mm-hmm. So how do mm-hmm. I achieve this? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you do address that, don't you? Yeah, we do. Um, the one thing I'll say about those q and is that I just, I think it's probably the most valuable part of the university, and a lot of people find it kind of second and third uh, thing around. The, uni- the Q&As we've been accumulating, and he does every single one of those um, every week, or sometimes we'll bank two or three if he's going to be on the road, uh, since 2004. So there's a gob of them in there. So we wanted to put a really good search engine, you know, a really good keyword search on there for people who they say, um, biting. Okay. I B I T I N G. Uh, and it'll group it by the Q and a section, all the things that he's answered in a text form. And then it'll also group it by anybody in the forum that's mentioning biting or any of the video lessons in the lesson notes and the keywords on the video biting. So if you have a particular issue, I'd go straight to the Q and a first, you know, if you, if you're looking at trailer loading or whatever, I would I would go there first. That's just me. That's the way I use the university. Um, if somebody has a question, I think, oh, I remember back in January of 2008. <laughs> I kind of remember things that way, but I can't go find them necessarily. So um, I love that keyword search. And the, the thing that it did was it groomed people's brains over the years because we put out, I should mention, we put out a free email every week, every Wednesday. It just came out this morning. Yep, got talked mine. About head, yeah, talked about head size, senshi, girthy. And um, that Q&A is our labor of love to train people's brains 
around these concepts because not only do we put in this week's question and answer, we put in next week's challenge questions. So that'll be answered next week. But we want people to think about it. You know, how would Monty answer this? Um, what do you think he's going to say next week in the answer? And it gets you thinking outside the box, you know, which is what, what we're trying to do for Lena. And we're trying to do for everybody out there is, is start to think like Monty does in that, it, what does that mean? You know, you, you address the, the, the guruism of it, you know, do we want lockstep Monty brains? No, we want lockstep horse brains. We want to know how to be the most effective with our horse. And, and what is the first thing he says, do you remember the first thing he says in those videos that get your brain ready for the university? Those no, words I don't from test Monty? well. Yeah, it's okay. I skip around on the thing. Some people are real lineal, you know, they like, okay, here's step one, step two. And I'll talk about that too. But um, he does address at the very top words from Monty, what do you need to do to get ready to, to really learn? The first thing he says is get right with yourself, take violence and take force out of the equation. Okay. So if you tell yourself, bottom line, I can't force this horse to do anything and I can't make pain involved in any of the training process, then that leaves you with, uh, um, well, it takes traditional horse training out of the equation really quick. And so then your brain has to default to, okay, how do I get this horse to do X, Y, Z if I can't use force or pain? And it, it's just more effective, but it's harder, you know, <laughs> if you can't force your kids to do things, right? Right. It is you harder. Know, get Jennifer to do that by force. Yeah, it never worked <laughs> yeah. for me. Never yeah, worked. See what yeah. I mean? it's not very effective. But, I mean, it, it works in the short term. You can create champions, and they've been that way for generations now. You can create champions through force and pain, um, and, and everybody knows one. But you don't get a willing partner out of the deal. You don't get a true partnership with your horse. If, and, and real, real champions are generally made through a partnership. And, and Dad's been involved nine world championships um, in his lifetime, and, and that's across disciplines. So that's a lot of that's something that a lot of people don't know is that he has won cha- world championships in the show ring, uh, Western reigning, uh, and, and then Arc de Triomphe winners, thoroughbred racing industry, top of the game in that too. So. So how is he so effective at that? What makes him so much more effective? Um, It's not taught in the university how to win the luck triumph, by the way. So you can't jump on there and figure out how to win a Western reigning class. But you can learn the concepts behind creating a champion. Um, And a lot of that is take force and pain out of the equation and then start learning um, with your athletes underneath and we cannot forget the most important championship that he's ever won is he is the current reigning hottest horse dad in the world (laughs) horse radio network that's That's right right that's correct (laughs) thanks to helena and jamie he he is the reigning you know and thanks to you nominating him we can't forget that yeah, see, we created a willing partner, and now he's a champion. That's right, and they just keep coming back and doing join-up with you that way, too. Yeah. I have to say, before we let you go, Debbie, I have to give a funny because, well, it's not really a, it's a funny to me because I'm the one who's standing out there in my boots and my horse. Oh. Um, one of the questions I found on the Q&A section was, after I did my keyword, keyword search, was how does a person apply join-up without a round pen? Mm-hmm. And... Um, This kind of ties into Glenn's statement about how it's nice to go online and see that sometimes you are doing things right. Um, 
And Monty's answer was that the round pen is not a critical factor in applying his concepts. You know, it's a convenient place in which to work, um, mm-hmm. but you can use a square pen and, you know, why that's not ideal and how you can change, you know, little things that you can do to sort of create the effect of a round pen. Yeah. But he said, he said, if you choose to work with horses in a wide open space, their natural tendency will be to work in very large circles and you must be in very good shape to go the distance yeah. with them. Now, I'm standing out there. Exercise. <laughs> with a lunge, with a lunge line or, or, or uh, a lunge whip or, you know, to get my horse to make circles in this It'd huge field. The beach in no time. And he's using the whole damn field, you know, yeah. and I am running like an idiot. And I'm can you hear him laughing, too? You can sort of hear him chuckling. <laughs> a little bit <laughs> giggling that horse can giggle like nobody can you exactly. videotape it next time they do that and i'm yeah. like i'm saying to myself i could lose a couple pounds so I, i'm just gonna run you know if he uses the whole field i'll just run a little bit well of course after like five minutes i'm huffing and puffing <laughs> yeah i'm like i gotta go run in and check my computer and see if there's an easier way to do this <laughs> i must be doing something wrong so i sit down and i type in my keywords and sure enough that last line comes up basically you got to be in really good shape if you yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's like yeah okay i am doing this the right way but it, it's not easy you, you're not going to go and click on a video or find a q and a answer and your problem's going to be solved you need to put the hard work into it yeah you gotta get a few wet saddle blankets as we like to say um not necessarily you don't have to wear the saddle blankets when you're out in the field <laughs> but you need to get your hours in in the round pen and and it doesn't a lot of people are going to round pens these days but we always just say Look, if you've got a sand paddock, you can put some jump poles in the corners, some bales in the corners. The idea that you just mentioned, you, you picked up on it right away, is that the flight animal travels in circles. And he, he discovered a lot of his fine-tune work with the deer that he works with on the farm because their flight mechanism is like a hundredfold over horses. And they get and, there fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. They disappear fast, too. You know, they, and they, but they always move in in big circles um that's just the nature of the, of the flight animal and so it, so keeping that energy flowing is the reason that you tend to keep saying go to a round pen you know but like you said in a field they'll still go in a big circle it just happens to be a very big circle <laughs> or like you do with shy boy out on you know tens of thousands of acres uh the, the flight mechanism was even bigger and um, you have to wait for that bend to start to come, and, and it and it did, and it will work for you. And um, it's just that a lot of people want to say, "I don't have," instead of just working with the nature of the horse. Again, back to natural horsemanship. Anytime you're working with the nature of the horse, you make your work easier. Mm. Well, Debbie, you guys have been kind enough to provide a coupon for the listeners of uh, the Horse Radio Network. Can you tell mm-hmm. us about that? Yeah, it's a promo code, and um, you can. I don't know if you want to put this in the lesson Yeah, we'll put note. it in our show notes. It's it, uh, it, and we'll also post it on. Can we post it on Facebook too for all our listeners? Sure, please do. Okay. Please do. What it is? It's seven days that Glenn and I arranged to have for listeners of a of a free jump on the university. So um, when you get on there, you have access to everything for seven days. So once you click on the promo code. Um, and I'll, I'll say it right now. It's www.monnyrobertsuniversity.com forward slash promotions forward slash scoop, S-C-O-O-P, um, like the radio. So uh, if you do that, if you click on the link in the, in the 
show notes or if you put that into your browser bar, then you will um, see a registration page. Just register there, click submit, and the clock is running seven days free, 24-7. You can jump on there anytime. You've got a profile on there, and we hope you stay on there. Um, we hope that you find it so valuable that you don't want to get off. And so there's like 125-plus lessons now on there, and the, the lessons are available to you by jumping on there. The lesson notes are there. The audio downloads are there. You can actually offload. Oh, and Access All Areas is this video documentary that was done in the U.K. That's available behind there, too. It's a TV show that we put on there free to the subscribers um, in, on the university. And you be one if you put, use that promo code. All right. Well, we certainly appreciate you doing that as well. And Debbie, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. And Monty, what country is he in currently? He is in Austria. He has one more event there, and then he is home to do some clinics at Flagstaff Farms in Solvang, California. So I hope we get to see some people out there, too. Cool. Ooh, does he plan? I, I checked his schedule, but I don't see him uh, anywhere near the East Coast in the coming year. We were in Massachusetts for the Equine Affair in November, but we don't have any plans on the boards to be uh, back east just now. It's the fly, Selena. Yeah, it must be the fly. (laughs) I guess that means I'll have to go to California. We have no flies out here in California, no. (laughs) Thank you, Debbie. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you both. All right, bye-bye. Talk to you. Bye. Perfect, Debbie. Thank you so much. Well, that was fun. That was always a pleasure to talk to Debbie. She's so smart, so articulate, and so intelligent. And it's just, she just knows her stuff. She really does. She's a fabulous businesswoman. And I have to say that I I give the Monty Roberts universe my stamp of approval because, yes, it is a business. Uh, There's no doubt about that. It's a very well-run business. And I was just saying to you offline, Glenn, that, uh, you know, if there are people who are making money in horses... This is the way you should make money in horses, by teaching and training and spreading kindness, you know, um, not by whipping your 16 two hand warm blood over a six foot jump. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I agree. And, and, and she is the one that really has helped drive that business. But, you know, Monty, we talk about it being business and making money, and I'm sure they do quite well. But Monty doesn't care about any of that. He no, he doesn't. He just loves going to work every day. Um, and whether it's doing videos or teaching clinics, it's just, he. Every time I've ever met him, and it's been many times now over the last couple of years, uh, he and Debbie, it, it's just, and she, it's just so cool. I, um, and anybody who I don't know takes what else to say. a few minutes, <laughs> anybody who takes a few minutes to actually watch these videos, or if you get the chance to meet Monty in person or talk to him, you'll see that he is so genuine. Um, and you know, obviously, his training is very effective. It's it's very useful. Give it a minute because, like me, I was like poo-poo. No, I don't like anything that's prepackaged. Um, and then through work, I actually had to do some research into this, and I found that hey, you know what? I really like this guy. Yeah, and, you're, <laughs> and, and, and anybody that's listened to this show for the last what couple of years knows that Helene is a skeptic of all skeptics. So yeah. you know, yeah. if, if she's saying that, it means something. <laughs> and and I believe that you know when you have a good thing up front, um, you need to have an even better thing. An even better machine behind that, and I, I believe that Debbie's management of the business behind Monty Roberts is a really good thing. She's a very um, she is a businesswoman with a lot of integrity, and I think that shows up in all everything that they produce. Well, and I wanted to say too that uh, this is not a paid commercial for uh, they're not paying us for this. We I know it sounds like it doesn't. Yeah, it, but... we asked them to come on and, and do this show. So but that's the thing about us. That's <clears throat> the 
about Staple Scoop is we seek out people and companies and things that we like, that we appreciate. And, you know, we could sit here and we could report on all the crappy things that's happening in the world. We can give you news and gossip and stuff like that. But I would much rather talk about things that we really believe in that we think are great and we want to share with you. I'll tell you all the Helena gossip later, everybody. There's always only a cause. <laughs> hey, it usually uh, involves like blood and God. Speaking of people that know how to run a business, there is nobody that knows how to run a business better than Uncle Jimmy. And I ran into Uncle Jimmy. We were walking through Equine Affair, and I passed the one booth, and I saw this cowboy hat from the back and a guy about six foot eight tall. And I said, that has to be Uncle Jimmy. So I went over and, and tapped him on the shoulder, hoping like heck it was Uncle Jimmy. <laughs> and sure enough, it was Uncle Jimmy. Uncle Jimmy was there selling his Uncle Jimmy's uh, licky things and his Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls and his sugar-free hanging balls. And of course, he, Uncle Jimmy's has the best line of horse treats out there today. Uh, they're carried at most of your major tack shops or minor tack shops. Or, or you can go right to his website at uncle-jimmy's.com to buy his products. But he handed us this uh, bumper sticker. I teased this earlier in the show. He handed us this bumper sticker. <laughs> and what this. it says, it's a pink bumper sticker. And in white letters, real big, it says, lick this. <laughs> and underneath, it says, real small, lickything.com. So if you go to lickything.com, and everybody do that right now. Go okay, to lickything.com. I spelled it wrong. <laughs> of course you did. You're a geek. L-I-C-K-Y. It redirects to... It'll take you to Uncle Jimmy's website, I believe. Oh, I love the font for for Licky Thing. I know. That's isn't that cute. fun? Yeah. So it's LickyThing.com, and uh, what, what they're doing is this is a horse treat uh, that is made to put in a, in a holder, and, uh, you know, it, it's made of... Uh, made of the best stuff and he comes in it comes in a multitude of flavors and it has crunchy carrot and mojo molasses and cool mint and black cherry and candy mm. apple and banana mm. blast i'm hungry uh, we talked about this in the morning show the other day i am shocked at how many horses like bananas the, you know there was a, a a study done not too long ago and it was i think it was either in the horse in the horse illustrated or practical horseman where they showed the uh, top five uh, flavors that horses prefer, and banana was number two. I know. I, I was shocked. And they apparently eat them with the peels on. You know, they just eat the whole thing. They are horses. Yeah, I, I guess. After all, I guess we shouldn't have to peel our bananas for our horses, huh? Um, no, but monkeys peel bananas. Well, that's true. Yeah, monkeys do peel them. And then they play with the the, the uh, peels. So... Licky Things, he just has so many different products on there now. He started out with the Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Balls, and yep. now it's only one of many products. Do you know the one he says that's selling so well right now that was a complete shock? I'm going to guess. Yeah. It's the sugar-free. No. Oh, what? The Pecker Wrecker. Really? The Pecker Wrecker, and we're not swearing, we're not being vulgar here. He has a product named the Pecker Wrecker, and it's a, it's a chicken feed uh, treat. So you hang it up for your chickens out in the chicken coop, and they, they peck on it, and that's why it's called the pecker wrecker, because they like it so much, they just keep pecking on it. And yeah, he sent some out with uh, Jamie to uh, her farm, because she has five chickens, and they absolutely love it. The pecker wrecker is becoming very popular. He's actually working on doing one now. He doesn't have a name for it yet, but it's going to be a treat for household birds in the cage. 
Um, so he's going to do a, a treat for that too. So if you're looking for a treat for your horse that they're going to love and it's going to take them a while to eat, they won't be able to devour it in two minutes, then Uncle Jimmy's product line is for you at uncle-jimmys.com. And thank you, Uncle Jimmy, for a good time and for hanging out for a while over there at Equine Affair. Well, this has been a fun show talking about all this kind of stuff. It has. It has. I can't wait to go back to uh, Equus Online University and find more solutions to my problems. <laughs> and don't forget, you can find the coupon code at, uh, on our website at stablescoop.com on this week's show notes, or we'll, we'll also post it on our Facebook page. And it's montyrobertsuniversity.com slash promotions slash scoop. And we really appreciate you listening to us every week. We have the best listeners at the Horse Radio Network ever. We um, do. And, you know, and we would like you to comment over at StableScoop.com or send us an email. We've gotten several emails here recently, people liking the shows. So we really appreciate that, too. And you know what? I need emails. I need my ego boosted a little bit. Yeah, Helena does. I need, I need emails. Send me, send me email at Helena at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Let me know what you think. Even if you hate me, that's fine. <laughs> Just send me mail. I'll take anything. Yeah. I'll take hate mails. <laughs> you know, we're responsible. Jennifer and I have to send her a, a loving email every day. And it's you getting old not. for the last I two years lie. doing that. <laughs> you got to lie. You know, I tell, my husband has to tell one big fat lie every day. This is what I tell Gracie. He makes up one every morning. Grace and I, are, I wake her up and get ready for school. And Peter comes in. And he does his BFL for the day, the big fat lie for the day. Well, at least you get it over with right away. Well, you know what? You're right up there, too. Big fat lie. (laughs) So I got two big fat liars every day I have to deal with. Well, and also check out our other show we do, Tack and Have It Radio Show. You're going to hear about some socks that Helena absolutely loved. Um, and also a, a little contraption to help you out at horse shows. So you can find that at Tack and Have It right now, tackandhabit.com. We'd appreciate you listening to that. And, of course, you can listen to all of our shows at horseradionetwork.com. And we have some fun ones coming up. We have uh, the uh, Cowgirls. We're going to talk to the people from what organization was that again? Uh, Canadian Cowgirls something or other. Canadian Cowgirls, but then the one you set up, uh, The Rescue. Oh, New Vocations. New yep. Vocations. We're going to talk to them coming up. And also, I have a guy you're going to want to meet. Did you ever see Night at the Museum? Yes. Do you remember the character that Robin Williams played? What was it? Um, 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 Custer. On the horse. Custer, or one yes. of those on the yes. horse there. Uh, and he used to come to life at night. Well, we, I found his stunt double and also the guy that provided the horses. So he oh. has horses for movies, and he also has a stunt double and the riding parts for movies. And we're going to talk to him coming up, too. Do you know that's like my my? I want to be that in my when I grow you up. Want I want to be a double. I want to be yes. I want to ride horses in movies. I want to be the person who rides her like Jennifer Lopez when she's too afraid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, we there's there's a little bit more to that actually. I should uh, find out about that. I just had um, this vision going through my head. That's all. What me in a wedding dress no, galloping Jennifer off? Jennifer Lopez some... actually. Oh, <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> you brought it up. I did. I know my mistake. And oh. of course, the one view that every guy wants to see of Jennifer Lopez is riding away from us. Yes, so. I know. I... <laughs> Good heavens! Aren't you sorry you brought that up, man? I am. I'm sorry every day that I join forces with you and Horse Radio Network every day, and yet I come back. You come back every and week. I sit down in front of my years. red fuzzy microphone. Not <laughs> I, many, many thanks to our listeners. We do adore you, especially when you write to us. Um, so don't forget to follow us on Facebook under Stable Scoop. We also send out tweets. Uh, our Twitter <laughs> here's how I know I was going to say Twitter. I was going to say our handle. 
way back to CB <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah, let me see the CB days there. Did you have a CB? Yes, I did. And I'm did trying to remember what my name was. And I, I absolutely cannot remember what my name either. was. My dad totally got it. He was huge into it, and he got me into it. Because we all and had he, nicknames that were really stupid. Yeah, they were handles. Yeah, handles. That's right. That's what they were called. Yep. So yep. anyway, our Twitter account is I was speak. such a geek. I had a home CB unit with the big oh antenna God. outside. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> my father, like up until, I would say, even just a year ago, had the big antenna on the back of his car. He had cell phones. He had everything, but he couldn't let go. He always had his CB in the car. And, you know, on some long trips, that CB came in handy a couple of times. If you could stand the language, the trucker language has gotten very foul on the CB nowadays. I heard it the other day. Somebody actually had one still. It was like, oh, my God. He used to have to change the channel quite often. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, you don't need to hear that. (laughs) Right after you heard it. (laughs) I'm 19. (laughs) I can hear it. (laughs) Let's just get out of here. All right. right. So, anyway, you can find us. uh, You can find our tweets at Horse Radio, or you can follow me at Helena underscore B-E-E. This is fun, Helena. Thank you very much. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. 